This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1417. This is real English, though. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Denver and Portland, USA. Today we answer a question from an Instagram listener. Have you always wondered how to use the word though? Find out today and find out why it matters for natural English and stream of consciousness speaking. Listen in. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, Jessica, how's it going today? Oh, pretty good. You know, as we're recording this, we are in the home stretch. Mm -hmm. That's a good idiom. We're talking about idioms or no, we're not talking about idioms today. (laughs) Grammar, actually. (laughs) We're talking about grammar today. But we are in the home stretch of finishing our business course. And it's amazing. Yeah, guys, if you want to get it now, you can get it. Go to allersenglish.com slash business and get in. I mean, the thing I love about the course is that it has all four skills, listening, reading, writing, and speaking. Right. We show you guys vocabulary and grammar, too. Right. So we didn't forget about those parts. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't forget about anything in this business course, guys. Um, All right. Well, you will hear more about that uh, incredible course as we keep talking. But let's get to the grammar, because Mm. today's question, you know, we get asked the same question a lot by non-natives. It's a very confusing point. Yes. And we and today this question comes from an Instagram listener, Mohammed Amer Obadah. And I'm actually just going to go ahead and read the question because it's nice to hear the questions from students in Instagram. So he says, hello, Lindsay and Michelle. How are you? Hope you are safe. I've been listening to your podcast for a while and I get confused when I hear the word though. So I'd like to ask you for an explanation. Thank you so much. Good question, Mohammed. Thank you for asking. (laughs) That is such a great question because when, you know, again, like this is not something you guys learn in textbooks, No, but this is the way we use the word all the time, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, in school, guys, you learned though as, you know, one of those transition phrases of contrast where it goes at the beginning or the middle of a sentence, blah, blah, blah. Um, But we don't like classically use it like that. In spoken communication, um, it's very slangy. It's very uh, colloquial. That's a great word. Mm -hmm. um, And super common. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why it's one of the building blocks of connection, right? Native connection. These are This is one of the things you don't want to mess it up or you want to be able to use it, right? Because it is useful. <laughs> yeah, it's useful spoken useful. English. Yeah. So let's take what our students have learned in their textbooks and maybe not understood completely and bring it to life today, Jessica. What do you think? 
Perfect. I love it. Um, so guys, Lindsay and I were thinking about this, and there's really two situations that natives add this word though onto the end of sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is usually at the end of a sentence, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we use it a lot when we're having a conversation with someone else and we're trying to make a decision about mm-hmm. something. And then the second way, which is also super common, is when we're talking out loud and trying to reach a decision sort of as we speak, you know, <laughs> talking out loud, thinking out loud. Uh, well, <laughs> you have to be careful. If you think too much to yourself, you might start to talk out loud to yourself while you're walking down the street. So you have to be aware. <laughs> well, that's it's funny because that's actually something that I um, was saying to James the other day. I've been messing up my words over the weekend because I was just a little bit tired. Oh, yeah. And James and I were talking and I was like, okay, let's just, let's think about this. I'm just going to talk out loud for, <laughs> for a minute. And he's like, mommy, you, yet you, of course you're talking out loud. That's right. what you do when you talk. I'm right. Like, oh. Mixing up your expressions and that kind of thing. Yeah, that happens when you wake up early. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we do use that phrase to think out loud, which would be to brainstorm, right? Like mm-hmm. sort of a stream of consciousness oh, uh, yeah. speech. Yes, for sure. This is very natural English, right? This is not presentation polished English, right? This is very like, yeah, stream of consciousness type of thing. Um, and so let's go through the two examples and the two scenarios, Jessica. Are you ready? Perfect. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the first one is, again, like you said, when we're contrasting with another person. And an example here that I have is I'm going camping this weekend with a couple friends and we're going to kind of a remote site. And what I was talking to my friend about is that we should be careful careful about how many groceries we bring, how much food we bring. And I Mm -hmm. said, if we bring too many things, it makes it complicated, though. That was my way of kind of coming back and disagreeing, right? Because don't you feel that way when you go camping? I mean, there's no place to wash dishes. If you have all these like ornate dishes, it's just complicated. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't even enjoy the process of cooking at home, Yeah, let alone (laughs) camping when it's like five times more difficult, right? It really is. Oh, my gosh. James and I revel in camping food because it's all yes. about cans of food. Cans, cans. of chili, cans I love of that. beans. Cans are so, that is so good. Cans. Oh my God, I love it. Yes, because the problem <laughs> is you can't really wash dishes very well. So you have to wash them once at the campsite and then wash them again at home, which to me is crazy. Yeah, well, yeah no, it's such a hassle, guys. Cans. Um, oh my God. But yeah, so if you're having like a friendly conversation with another yeah. person, this isn't, a, it's never, it's not bad to disagree agree with them, right? Oh, no. You're presenting your opinions and being honest with each other. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, we wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh man, I really want to go for a run today. And then James will be like, but it's hot though. Yeah. So yeah. It's- and it's interesting that you just said that because it is a little bit redundant sometimes when natives add but and though. They put but in the beginning True. of the sentence and though at the end. And it's probably grammatically not right, but guys, that's okay. Right. These are things That's that we talk. say. Yeah. We're yes. teaching you real English here. So don't worry about what is perfectly correct, but that's definitely what natives sometimes say. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really common to start with but and end with though. <laughs> yeah. Just like it is, it Definitely. does. If you think about it too much, it does mm-hmm. seem very grammatically incorrect. Yeah. But like Lindsay said, yeah. this is how we speak all mm-hmm. the time. For sure. um, so that's super common, right? Having a discussion mm-hmm. with someone else, politely disagreeing, yep. uh, but also 
as we mentioned earlier, the second uh, situation is when you're just thinking out loud or brainstorming. Mm. Yes. Um, what are what are some other ways we say brainstorming? Where can you meet 25 plus native speaking professionals to get business advice by video lesson plus telephone templates to feel more confident on the phone? It's in our brand new business English online course. Go to allearsenglish.com slash business to get started with your study plan today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, so one that we hear a lot in the business world, actually, right, coming off of our business English course here is spitballing. And I think... This is used in the boardroom. This is you. I feel like it's an especially male phrase for some reason. Yeah, me too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because it sounds gross to me. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, it's very like kind of gendered in that way. But spitballing just means throwing ideas off of each other. Maybe you're in that boardroom. Maybe the CEOs are discussing something, throwing out ideas, right? Okay. Right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I could just imagine, you know, like um, people in suits and ties and stuff and they roll up their sleeves. And they're like, okay, we need to we need to spitball some ideas. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, being like very serious. Um, but another great phrase, which I think is better than spitballing, which yeah. you could also perhaps use if you're brainstorming on a team at work, guys, to bounce ideas off of each other. I think mm. that is like polite and a positive way to say that. Yeah, and people often say this. They ask someone, like, "Can I bounce some ideas off of you?" Right. Totally. So, yeah, yeah. Very common. Can I? Can you? Can I brainstorm some things? with you? Can you hear me out on this thing or this thing? Yeah. Love it. Right. Exactly. Um, So while you are in a brainstorming session, right, and you're thinking out loud, Mm -hmm. sometimes you tend to contradict yourself, right? Um, So let's see, for example... James and I went to karaoke this weekend um, because we were having multiple birthday celebrations throughout the year to make up for his not getting a birthday party this year. Um, (laughs) And you all know why. Um, And yeah, so we're going through the song list and I'm looking at the, you know, the different bands and stuff. And Mm -hmm. James is in the background and he's like... But I want to sing some Beatles songs. And so first I contradict him and I'm like, they don't have Beatles though. What? And then I, I which was terrible. Why right? would they like, not have Beatles? That's crazy. I don't know. That's like the worst, <laughs> uh, biggest mistake that a karaoke place can make in Definitely. my mind. Um, and I keep going and I'm like, oh, I love this Led Zeppelin song. Oh, but you don't know it though. Right. And then I keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like weighing your <laughs> options and you have an idea and then you disagree with your own idea. Very yeah. common. Very good. But you're doing it all again that stream of consciousness format you're thinking out loud I love that this is you know I think this is a really great language tool for our listeners to have because we're always encouraging you guys to speak out loud as much as possible right Mm -hmm. like 
Even if you're not surrounded by English-speaking people, you can find ways to immerse yourself. So something we tell our IELTS students on the other show Mm -hmm. is to narrate your day, which means you're going to just talk out loud about what you're doing, right? So this is a great tool for that. In the morning, you're, you know, you're in the kitchen and you're like preparing your lunch and you're like... Hmm, I think I think I want to make a sandwich today for myself and you look up at the clock and you're like, "Oh, I don't have time though. Oh, I'm just so going to grab yeah. a protein bar." <laughs> oh, that's a great example and I love that idea. We've assigned that to students from our Japan Live event as study plans to get to their goals, right? Think out yeah. loud, choose a 10-minute or 20-minute time period in the morning where you're narrating everything in your head. I feel like it's the secret to learning a language. It so it works. It completely works. <laughs> It really does. It's such a great way to get your brain to stop translating, right? Like slowly but surely, you're pushing that first language out of your brain as you're just encouraging it to use English more. It really is. Because I think, right, like the the biggest thing we hear from students about um, lack of confidence and fluency is like, I can can think of the words and then I just can't say what I want to say. Right. (laughs) It's not being comfortable. It's kind of not being intimate with the language. But when you have something in your head all the time you're becoming intimate with the language it's so good right. so good yes love that exactly oh guys um if you are not subscribed to the ielts energy podcast definitely mm-hmm. go over yeah. and give that a listen guys a few weeks ago we had a guest steve the polygot who is mm-hmm. learning his 19th and 20th language oh right now gosh. so that is an awesome interview That's full incredible. of tips wow for you guys learning english <laughs> 19 like does he speak all yeah. of them fluently That's incredible incredible. Not oh to the same extent, right? right like they're right. not all going to be 100% and okay. he's completely open and honest <laughs> about that, but like all enough that he could converse at the wow, very Wow, that's impressive. That's very cool. Guys, go over and subscribe to the IELTS Energy podcast and catch that episode. So good. So good. So good. <laughs> well, I'm glad we talked about this today because I feel like at the end, an interesting point came up about guys, make sure that you are doing that kind of thinking in your head in English and dedicate a specific time to it right? Yes. During the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me of the lessons in our business course about mm-hmm. being intentional about your time and Ooh. how important it is, guys, to actually make a plan for yourself. So like yeah. Lindsay said, schedule it, like actually mm-hmm. write it down, make a promise to yourself and to your planner that you are going <laughs> to spend 10 minutes every day doing this. Yes, I love it. So good. It all ties together. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So guys, go to allersenglish.com slash business to get into that course. Course, super exciting brand new course all right awesome awesome okay jessica we'll talk to you very soon thanks for hanging right. out sounds good thanks right. bye bye thanks for listening to all ears english if you are taking ielts this year get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz go to allearsenglish.com slash my score And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.